Hi! Welcome to my podcast, Traumatic Transformations, where we help you find hope, peace, and purpose after a big life change or a traumatic event. I'm your host, Gunjani Patel, and I'm a licensed mental health therapist, trauma specialist, and a neuroscience nerd. Join me as I dive deep into resiliency, post-traumatic growth, and normalize mental health to reduce the stigma associated with it. In each episode, I plan to deliver science-backed, actionable tips and strategies so you can take back the control over your life and be inspired to be the best version of yourself with each day forward. So tune in every Tuesday for a featured guest and every Thursday for a solo episode with me where we unpack mind, body, brain, and spirit connections related to each episode with the featured guest. Just a quick disclaimer before we begin today. The purpose of this podcast is to inform you, educate you, and raise your awareness. It is not intended to replace any medical advice or professional help seeking that you may need. So please use this information wisely and any opinion that I cast is not to replace any medical advice. And quickly before we start today, I just wanted to ask you a favor. If you like what you hear today, don't forget to subscribe so you never have to miss an episode. Thank you so much. And if you rate and review, it would really help us with the algorithm so people can easily search the show if they would like. So I would really love to hear your feedback and what you have to say uh, so I can bring you the content that's most fit for you. Thank you so much. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Traumatic Transformations. I'm your host, Kunjini Patel, and I am so excited that you tuned in today because I have an amazing, amazing guest lined up, and I can't wait to learn all the wealth of knowledge that she has to offer. So um, here we go. Today we have with us Lois Hollis. She is an RN, BSN, and a reverend who shifts our opinion on one of the most forbidden subjects, which is shame and guilt. Her passion is to show the way to self-love by alleviating the suffering of shame and guilt. And I love, love, love that topic because every one of us who's been through some kind of traumatic in our situation in our life has head on face these very deep important concepts that we can completely learn from Lewis and overcome. Um, so stay tuned in. She suffered from depression, anxiety, 30 years of migraine headaches and pain where Lewis's way of life until she learned about the dangers of shame and guilt. She realized that shame, guilt was within everything she felt. The good news was that she could heal her anger, depression, migraines, guilt, rage, fears, pain from her neck, head, rib traumas. The solution to her emotional and physical problems was in confronting shame. She shares her 15 years of experience as a shame guilt educator, counselor, filmmaker to give us an effective lasting way to health, wellness, and spiritual maturity. Lewis comes to us with a lifelong background in health. She began as a nurse's aide at 12 and continues today at 77 years young. Lois experienced several spiritual encounters that began with a near death in childhood from physical abuse. 
She's a trailblazer. She started by developing one of the first kidney homodialysis centers in the United States. Today, Lois brings shame and guilt together as a new field to study. She's an author of three books and a video of Soul Speaks as an original process that brings peace to our inner personalities. Her newest book, Now is the Time, contains her light language readings that expand our spiritual development. Her new film, I Am Good, illustrates shame, guilt, trick, trickery. So Lois, thank you so much. Wow. Uh, can't wait to talk to you about the, all of this in the next hour. So thank you so much for being here and joining us today. Oh, thank you. And I love your enthusiasm. I love what I do. So <laughs> it comes naturally. You, you have to. Yes. Or, or yes. why bother? Why yes. bother? Right, why bother? exactly. And doing what I do, I eventually am finally at a place in my life where I found that, you know, this keeps me waking up every morning is to be able to make an impact on other people, learn and share my stories and all the healings that I have done over time and uh, the experiences that my patients have given me and the people that I connect with through this medium are, it's just, it's, it's very addicting. Health is, that's the interesting thing. Right. Health isn't very addictive. And that's what happened to me. I've always been in health. My whole life has been, how can I be healthier? Because yeah. I Without, without health, what do I have? You can't buy health. Oh, tell you me about buy, it. You have to be very smart, especially today. Yes. So uh, I had a very abusive childhood. Yeah. With, um, broken bones and brain mm -hmm. traumas and broken jaws, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and God allowed me to keep living by sending me help. And um, it wasn't until my 40s that I developed deepening problems mm -hmm. because that's what happens shame and guilt uh and traumas keep mm -hmm. building and building and building thank you that you are mentioning that because you're 77 years young i'm yes. glad that <laughs> because i'm very big on that i'm glad that you know you say that because that's one of my ongoing mantra to people if you don't resolve it it compounds with time unfortunately it just doesn't go away till you look at it, face it and work through it. Right. And I wanted to mention that positive thinking mm -hmm. is very important. Mm. I just did a podcast about that. And I was asked the question, why don't you believe in positive um, talking? And mm -hmm. I said, of course, I believe in that. I wouldn't get up in the morning if I didn't. Right. But that's not going to bring me a home run. Yes. I'm going to be first base or second base. I want to have a home run. I want to be happy and healthy and effective, but positive thinking will get you so far. Yes. Thank you for mentioning that because you know, it's very, very, very important because yes. positive thinking in its extreme mm -hmm. makes you feel more shameful Yes, because I keep doing these positive things. I must be so bad Yes, that I can't even do positive thinking correctly. And you know, it's it's really interesting that you mentioned that because there is a whole concept of toxic positivity these days. Oh, where... good. good. I'm glad <laughs> to hear that. Yes. I, I'm very happy to hear that because it is. It's true. It is. If you can, and it's, it's not healthy, I think, to be positive all the time. It is impossible. As humans, we are conditioned to 
go through valleys and to go through mountains. It, you, you know, it, it, nothing will last forever. Uh, everything is in a state of constant. I'm a very big believer on change is the only constant we have. And we cannot be positive all the time because that's just well, not realistic. Well, it's not healthy. Yes, yes. yes. Okay. So in my 40s, yeah. I became um, depressed, mm -hmm. repressed, and mm -hmm. I needed some help. So I did therapy, which made me not want to commit suicide anymore. So it was helpful. Yes. I was at that point. So I understand. I felt yes. so shameful yeah. that I thought the world would be better off without me. So I can really feel that. With yes. Me. Been there, done that. So I attest to that. Yeah. yeah. But I was on first base or second yeah. base. Yeah, yeah. One one day a friend of mine said, What did you do about shame? And I went, Ah, oh, that's an interesting word. Mm. I have a detective mind. Mm. So yeah, I have you to relate. <laughs> I have to figure it out. I just have to figure it out. Yes, yes. So instead of being a detective, I'm detective of myself. Yeah, yeah. I have to figure it out. So I did research and because of my spiritual experiences, I've been able to receive information that's unbidden. Mm-hmm. And the bells and whistles went off in my life. And I said, that's it. Shame and guilt are the root of mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. I, dep I don't have to go to counseling for depression. I don't have to go to counseling for pain. I don't have to go counseling for hurt and anxiety. Mm -hmm. I just need to work with shame and guilt and get rid of it. I was, this was a little bit later, like when I was 50, mm -hmm. I said to myself, oh my God, I am so excited because I don't have to be heard anymore. Aww. I don't have to receive emotional, I'm very, very sensitive, obviously. Yeah. So emotional hurts go deeply within my soul. Mm -hmm. and, but I kept on going because mm -hmm. I had that resilience. So I was so excited to mm -hmm. learn the secret of living. Aww. So I share that with us. Pardon? <laughs> I said, so share that with us. I can't yeah. wait to. to. To learn how not to be emotionally hurt anymore. Mm. That's so powerful. I said, I will not die now because I want to enjoy living, not being hurt. Yes. <laughs> Finally, at 50, I understand how yeah. it works. Mm. So I was so happy personally. Mm -hmm. and then obviously I changed. I got younger, lost my gray hair and everything uh, I, I I was younger, 20 years older. Yep. So hey. every, everybody came to me and said, what are you doing? What are you doing? I said, I'm talking to myself and doing this. And that. So that's how my practice began because people came to me to look mm -hmm. the way I did. And they all changed as well. Absolutely. And their grandmothers and cousins and kids and to me and they all changed. So I got so tired of saying the same thing over and over again. I wrote my first book. Yay! Because I said, I can't say this anymore. Because it, <laughs> it doesn't matter if you don't have a husband or you have a relationship problem or you're suicidal or you want more business or you want more money. The answer is the same. Mm. And so anyway, so that started all of this. However, mm -hmm. 15 years ago, nobody wanted to hear about shame and guilt because. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I was offered speaking engagements many times. They said, mm -hmm. what is your topic? And I told them shame, guilt. And they said, oh, we don't, we talk, don't talk about that. 
Now, yeah. can you talk about peace and love and joy and happiness? Is of course that's easy. <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, seriously, how yeah, easy yeah, is that? Yeah. Not just be happy and be positive, and you're fine. You can't be but, happy yeah. and be positive if you have all this shame and guilt underneath. But they did not say that. Of course. You know, they want to talk peace, love, and joy, and happiness, and shh, go away. So I was not a star speaker. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, However, the, the, the pandemic happened, hmm. and people had to stay at home and with their emotions, mm -hmm. and everybody's saying, I think I feel not good enough. I can't do And so now it become a hot topic. So anyway, <laughs> hey, you know, in, in Hindi or in Gujarati, that's one of my um, native languages. And there is a whole uh, saying because my mom was all about idioms and growing up, she would use all these things, right? Because she would tell us, she would tell us, she would tell us. And we were just like, hmm, okay, mom. And then eventually we'll be like, mom, guess what? I just, you know, really thought about today. And she's like, I've been telling you this for 15 years. But then she'll be like, just to make herself feel better. She, she, there's a saying called Jagya Tiyati Savar. Meaning whenever you wake up is when morning starts. So even exactly. if you wake up 50 years later, I've been telling you this forever. All of a sudden, it's your idea. So yeah. that's where we're at. <laughs> yeah. And, and the consciousness has changed. We have more light coming in. That's a whole nother story. But anyway. Yes, yes, yes. May I offer why I believe shame guilt is? Yes, please. That's why you're here. Please, please. Okay. <laughs> Shame, guilt, I call it shame, guilt, not shame and guilt, because it is the mm. same energy. Mm, mm, okay? okay, we have love energy coming into us. Mm -hmm. And how do we feel joy, happiness and peace? Yep, yep. We have shame, guilt energy, mm. which makes the emotions of depression and anger, and suicide and hatred. Mm -hmm. Shame, guilt energy changes your compassion mm. to depression. Mm. Shame, guilt, energy changes your intuition mm -hmm. to anxiety. Mm. Shame, guilt, energy changes your passion mm -hmm. to anger. Yes. Okay. So yeah. it's like the computer virus that comes in your computer, yep. hacks it, and it's all a mess, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what shame, guilt does to our physical bodies. And our mental body. So Absolutely. shame guilt is responsible for our physical ailments as well as our emotional problems. And it also plays havoc with our soul. Absolutely. This so, is what this podcast is about. Mind, body, brain, and spirit. Because we're all holistically, all of the things, our traumas that we go through affect all of that. Of course. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying that only that needs to happen for health. Mm -hmm. We need to do our physical body well, eat the right foods, exactly. and et cetera, et cetera. Yep. I'm saying that the beginning hack that mm -hmm. guilt does to our bodies mm -hmm. causes the disruption mm -hmm. that we don't think as clearly. Yes. We don't feel as clearly. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know it's bad for me, but I don't really care about it anyway. That kind of feeling. Yes, yes. Which a lot of people have, and it's okay. I did the same thing. I used to eat pies, like the whole pie, not a little pie. <laughs> my, my, my kids used to say, Mom, wasn't there an apple pie in the refrigerator yesterday? And I went, um, yeah, it's gone. So I had to buy, <laughs> when I went to store, I had to buy two apple pies. I ate one, and then I saved one for the kids. I mean, seriously. Yeah. So I know where you're coming from, people. It's okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> I love I shouldn't be laughing. 
<laughs> but you're funny, I have to say. <laughs> it, but it's true. It I admit true. it. It is true. So I didn't, of course I know better, but I'll still eat the whole pie. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I'm just saying that, believe me. It, yep. it, it, it really seeped into your subconscious. Yep. 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 So now the question is, why then do we say shame is bad? Not we, but cultural says culture, culture society the the messages we give our yeah. kids well, just like you corrected me the yeah. other day so i would want you to do that to my audience shame is bad but guilt is okay we need to be able for be moral and a lot of people say oh no we need more shame because people are amoral no and i go shame and guilt are the same energy mm -hmm. why do they chop it up mm -hmm. as a nurse i know that if you have a virus or bacteria in your brain, they call it meningitis. Mm -hmm. If you have the same virus or bacteria in your colon, they call it colitis. Mm -hmm. And it goes on, like if it's in your lungs, they call it pneumonia. Mm -hmm. Shame is in the unconscious mind mm -hmm. and guilt's in the conscious mind. So they give it different names, but it's the same energy. So that's what messes people up. Mm. I really want people to hear that shame, guilt. It's not shame and guilt. Mm. There is no healthy poison. Mm. True. And shame, guilt is a poison. Yeah. Guilt is a poison and shame. Is well, people say, oh, well, then how can I do this? If I, I, I it's the guilt I, I lead, live by my guilt because. I don't want to be guilty. So I'm inviting mm -hmm. people who feel that way. Can you please say to yourself, I want to help my friend with her decorations in her house right. because I feel it's the right thing to do. Not because I'll feel guilty if I don't help her. Thank you. Love it. Yes. We need to evolve. Yes. We are all on an evolutionary track Journey. if yep. we know it or not yep and no we, we are go, we are yes it's called daniel palmer the original of chiropractic mm -hmm. called it eternal progression mm. we are all it's our humanity yep. is eternal progression it's yep. called you're on a treadmill without an off button <laughs> i love it yes 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 and so yes. we're going evolving if you like it or not Yes, yes. And then I think that's one of the reasons why we go through or are faced with suffering in order to evolve into our higher self, that without it, we would just be staying in this plateau and just autopiloting through life. Well, a lot of people are, but then they get a major whop. Absolutely. And, um, okay, I get it. So yeah. it, everybody has their own way. I'm stating the structure. Absolutely. Thank you. So when people say guilt is good, you go, no healthy poison. Yes. Also, I want to get across to everyone that their failings mm -hmm. of um, not feeling good enough or anxiety and depression and any negative they feel mm -hmm. is the result of the hack of shame, guilt, energy. Hmm. That is your enemy. Your mother is not your enemy. Your hmm. father is not the school you went to, the church, the government. Everything has shame, guilt in it. Mm -hmm. and that's, I'll discuss in my movie in January. Yay! 
However, we need to say to ourselves when we have these feelings of not good enough, mm. that is shame. Shame is not of me. Mm. Shame is a foreign energy to the human body. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. That's another story. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, we internalize it and we make it us. Of course we do. We were told yep. to. Yep. Shame on you. Yes. Yes. People have told that shame on you. And then when we talk in our conversations, oh, it's such a shame. It's raining today. I can't have my barbecue outside. I'm going, it's not a shame. It's sad. But yes. everyone uses it in their vocabulary. Yes, yes, yes. Because then we've now evolved into a culture of, because, you know, and one of the things we were talking about, and we'll get to this in a minute, but, you know, when we are born as children, we're born full of love. Like, we don't know anything else. And but we time, still carry this shame from our genetic line. Yes, 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 yes. Because it is a, a, it's, it's a generational. Trauma, generational. So, yes. Um, we carry. But we have more love. Triggered. Have more love. Yeah when we are triggered it there are certain life experiences or certain things that happen that triggers those um shame and guilt, guilt, shame guilt. Shame guilt uh, experiences and then it triggers a lot of our depression ptsd anxiety and all of that stuff that we feel um so it's really important to think about it from a healing perspective because like you said life is evol evolutionary we continue to evolve and we continue to heal over time um, so we're born with all this love, but then, you know, we we raise ourselves through our language, through our beliefs, through our cultural, you know, and our environmental factors. And we 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 grow into this and we give in till we realize, oh, my gosh, we're, this is not working anymore, where, you know, anything like I was telling you the other day, just in terms of the language we use and even with our children, uh, just subconsciously, we, we, you know, we end up keep and perpetuating more of it because uh, that's all we know yes 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 that's my passion is to say there is another way yes so tell me a little bit about so the other day and you did an amazing job and I really want to talk about that and spend some time talking about this because um, how we've become so over apologetic as a society and we apologize for everything and you know we are so worried about what other people will do with what we say and I, I'll give them an example just to give them a perspective of what happened the other day when Louis and I were talking about things um, earlier before we met today we were talking I was running late I mean there was something happening my two and a half year old was banging at the door and I literally had to leave and say sorry Louis I'll be right back would you would you uh, um and then I came back and I was like sorry so sorry Louis that I had to really go take care of my child and uh, you know make sure that he was taken care of so I could be back to you and I apologize for um the time that I had left and what did you tell me please tell people no you tell them from your voice <laughs> so i come back and lois was like wait a second that was very shaming why would you be apologetic for this you didn't do this deliberately you didn't mean to cause me harm or you didn't cause me harm and if you did i would tell you but why are you apologizing instead say excuse me i had to leave i had to make sure that my child was okay there was nothing to apologize for and it literally since then, and after we ended our conversation, which was a short conversation because I knew I was going to meet with her and talk to her more about this. And she was, she said, what I said to you today will continue to resonate with you forever. 
And it did. Ever since I met her a few days ago, I could not stop talking about her and have this literally deep now in my subconscious where I even today I, I, I might have been running late for this interview. And I told her, I was like, Louis, please make sure that um, I, I excuse myself if, or please allow me grace if I'm running five to 10 minutes late um, for this conversation. So I hope that's okay with you. And I hope you can understand. And she was like, wow, I really like how you didn't apologize for it. And I was just like, yes, you taught me a lesson and I learned it. I'm a good student. <laughs> yes. It's an awareness. Yeah. So on this note, what I find that people don't know what shame, guilt behaviors are. Mm. So I made a little list. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> I love how prepared you are because I also want you to talk about that example that you gave me about your grandchildren and how you took that wrong turn and that story because that was amazing. And I really think that we as people could use that lesson from you and that story because I think it's really important what you do with your family uh, and how you teach your family, as, you know, and even those little kids, how you teach with I them. I told now. them that. Yeah, they, I made a wrong turn. It was late at night and I was driving the kids home in a foreign city. Yeah. Which I've been before, but you know, it's DC. <laughs> Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> and I missed their house. Yeah. And they go, Asha, Asha, you missed their house. You, you did, you made a mistake. And I go, yeah, but I did a da. Yeah. I did a da. And they laugh. They go, ha, 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 ha. Asha did a da. <laughs> and it changed their whole focus that they, I, they couldn't make me feel bad. Yeah. Feel bad. Yeah. And so, um, we went to the house and, and they said, Oh, I should did a die. It was so funny. She missed the house. Yeah. So my daughter is cooking dinner and she mm -hmm. went, Oh no, I burned the, um, muffins. Yeah. And the kids start laughing. I mean, we're talking a six-year-old and a four-year-old. They're running around the house. They go, mommy did a dodge. Mommy did Aww. a dodge. She burnt the muffins. Yeah. And everybody start laughing. Yes. And she felt, my daughter felt well too. Exactly. But see how simple that can be and how little things can make such a significant difference in the way we treat each other, in the way we treat mistakes, in the way we treat small, innocent, you innocent know, wrong turns. Yeah. So I also mentioned that if the kid was a teenager and did not study for a test mm -hmm. and failed the test, oh, that's not a da. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> not a da. It's <laughs> yeah, not a da, okay? You intentionally did not study and for whatever reason, and this is yeah. not okay. So we're talking about a grave injury here. This is not the da thing. Yes. Okay. Yes. So anything just to clarify, and this is the way I understood it is that when we do things deliberately to hurt someone else or to do something that we didn't mean, it's one thing when we don't mean to do certain things and innocently, we just end up, you know, missing a turn or break burn in the pudding or, you know, whatever yeah, things life, you know, life and, happens. And there are things that we deliberately do or intentionally do to cause other people harm or, you know, um, do things that are not so nice. Um, there is a big difference. And the way we treat each of those, unfortunately, are very similar. Um, exactly. We need to be more aware and self-aware of the fact that 
some when it's done unintentionally, we also need to be careful of the language that we use so that we're not shaming and guilting ourselves more for some of the things that we could have done or we have interpreted them as very shameful and guilty behaviors. Especially with our children, like my grandsons, they put their right foot shoe on the left foot and all that. And they yeah. and the other kid starts laughing and goes, ha ha ha, look at, look at uh, George. He put, he's doing the biggest style, mom. Look at Aww. the mom he's doing. <laughs> Yeah. And it's so silly, but yet, you know, it can be meaningful. meaningful. Okay. Shame, guilt behaviors. We all know bullying is. Oh, yes. That is transferring shame from one person to another. Mm. And that's why the bullying person feels good. And the bullied person, the receiver feels bad because he received the shame from another person. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. Shame is transferable. Mm. So we'll put. Yes. So is love. Mm. It's an wow. energy. How powerful. Yes. Uh, emotional neglect. Mm. Give me some examples of that, please. Because a lot of people, I know that, but a lot of people don't recognize that. Okay. The kid comes home and five years old says to his mom, oh, mom, I miss our Kelly, our cat. Yes. And um, I used to hold him when I came home from school and I told him all about the teacher that don't like me. And I miss Kelly, the cat mommy. And mommy says, oh, get on with it. Do your homework. And uh, we got things to do. Yes. Because the mother can handle the emotional thing. Now, what you can say is, I understand. Yes. That it hurts me as well. Perhaps we can get another cat or we can get you an animal to talk to. Yes. Thank you. However, we need to do it at our homework done today and remind me tomorrow we will go shopping. That's yeah. all. What does that take? 30 seconds? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So important. You know, and that's when I'm very, very, very big on empathy. And I do that for my work. And it just comes naturally to me now over time, just being trained in it. And just, I'm I'm just like that as a person. But empathy, I think, is a very hard skill that people have a hard time with, because they don't know, we grow up in a culture where emotions are not always welcomed or associated with weakness. So it's, if anyone is, especially kids, when they're feeling their big emotions, we as parents sometimes, I mean, I include myself in it because we try to minimize it. Yes. Yes. And we say, no, it's okay. Just get over it. No, it's okay. You know, we don't know what to do with it. So we we don't address it. And exactly. if you do not address it and repress it or deny it or ignore it, it comes back tenfold. And I think it's really important emotional neglect from childhood, if that's happening, then that's where the shame chipping starts. And then it stays with you. And it unfortunately plays out in your relationships later on in life. And it builds and it builds and it builds. Because it has fertile ground to grow. Now, I am extremely sensitive, like, like off the charts kind of sensitive. Okay. However, during my lifetime before I got smart, shame smart. (laughs) (laughs) Shame and shame guilt smart. Smart, Yeah. yeah. And until I got that shame guilt smart, I was always injured. Oh, you're too, you're too sensitive, Lois. Lighten up. You're too sensitive. It's just ridiculous. And uh, most people don't take that as a a factor. It's, you're just too sensitive. Right. Now what I say, 
when somebody says, oh, Lois, you're just too sensitive. And I say, oh, thank you so much for the compliment. I will live longer. <laughs> I love what you do with your words. Yes. Because it's true. I cannot eat any, um, like I'll drink some wine or something and get sick right away right. because I can't do the yeast. I, yes. I, my body will just not take toxic um, whatever. It, okay. It, I, yeah. So that I have an internal, I don't have to read the label. Right. I just smell it. Oh, no, it ain't going to work for me. So right. um, I say, oh, thank you so much for noticing. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't know what to do with that. It's they like, don't know no. what to do with that. <laughs> I, didn't, I did not accept their shame. Yes, 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 yes. So everybody else does. Yep. And I go, no, thank you so much for the compliment. I'll live longer. And which is true. I was having yes. fun. fine. Yeah, uh, it's so true. Because, you know, one of the things that after we spoke, I, I ended up going to some of my friends and they were talking about what what other people say is what they say, but how we take it and react to it is our, on us, you know. And if people don't like what we have to say, A, they can say goodbye and not associate with us. And that's OK. But then and, now we know why. Yeah, yeah. Which makes it more definitive and more of a... um um ability to correct it so that's why it's the first thing to do is to learn what shame guilt behaviors are and yep. in my website i have an ebook of oh, 500 yeah. questions hmm. one answer now you don't get the 500 questions right away because i'd overwhelm you yeah <laughs> so they say that was you could come on you got to give us a little time here so i give 25 questions hmm at a time mm. so that you can digest it. And I explain how we mm. can give or receive shame guilt in 500 ways. Mm. Wow. So we oh, learn wow. the scope of it. Yes, 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 yes. With Because people have rights, unlike a dear Abby, they write to me, they, what would you do? Right. And so I just uh, put them all together Awesome. And I made an ebook out of 500 questions. Yay. Okay. We'll okay. definitely so check it out. That's definitely a second. learning. Yes, learning. yes, yes. Passive aggressive. Mm, I love that one. Yes. And that's shaming because you're like, well, why would a fool do that when they can't do it themselves? I mean, you know, everybody right. knows the passive aggressive thing. Yeah. And it's so insidious. And so another one is micromanaging somebody. Hmm. <laughs> so true yes you know that is the most horrible destructive thing to do to somebody is constantly micromanage them okay i say if i'm going to fall off the cliff on my car please let me know but <laughs> you know if my dress doesn't match my shoes please it's okay like, yes. I, like I like it that way or something i mean you know right. there's, a, there's a time and a place but you know i don't right. need to be told um wear my hat today because it's cold or something yeah i mean right. it's just annoying right <laughs> uh, justification oh that's what we talked about before justification uh why did you uh, um you don't have to explain everything you do yeah like you do something then you go uh now if they asked you why did you do that okay but you say oh i'm going to the market because i need some oranges and peaches and pears and i'm going to um crown market instead of um, georgia's market because they have better produce. right 
Right. And I'm going to go now because it, I mean, like, really, I'm going to the market. Bye. <laughs> Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. So the Absolutely. justification, because you feel like your words don't mean anything, you have to justify why mm -hmm. you're saying it because you're inferior. Absolutely. No, I couldn't agree more. Let's, and, you know, I think it, it causes more guilt or it, it, it's a way. And again, it's like our way of managing other people's emotions as it, opposed to realizing we're going to be doing it. We're being very assertive, succinct, very firm and very to the point. There is no need for an entire story if we decide to do something at all times. Exactly. Now, if they want to know why, you tell them. And yeah. never, never say my shame or my guilt. Yes. yes. Never own it. Yes. Never, ever. But we do. I mean, yeah. I've yeah. caught myself too after 15 years. So Yeah. I think just awareness in the first place is a very big, big part to change. If we realize that we are doing these things, then yeah. we know how to change it. But if we don't realize and we just keep going through it and keep building upon it, it gets I'm worse. Conscious. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. To motivate people mm -hmm. to do do work on this particular subject, yes, in my own experience mm -hmm. and in experience of other people that have done a great amount of work, yeah, their IQ goes up. Mm. They become smarter. Okay, I can't put that in a um, uh, note on the my my website you know mm -hmm. they're like oh you know how can you say that and so right, and so right, right. but i can talk to you in a general conversation mm -hmm. and say people have a tendency to get smarter and the reason is they're clearer mm. and i think it's not just iq i think their eq goes up too when we which is emotional intelligence when of we course. understand or when we at least start to address that those emotions exist we become smarter to become aware of it, to manage it. Just like you gave the example of the mommy and the cat, you know, it's like if you just ignore the emotions, get over it, repress it and teach the kid to do the same. That's not teaching them emotional intelligence. That's of teaching them. Not. Don't talk about denial. It. Denial. Yeah. And denial <laughs> is not the answer to change. So if we teach and address that, oh, you, it seems like you're sad about like with my son, even I'll do, he's two and a half, he hardly, but I'll teach him emotions and feeling words. Emotions and feelings are two separate things, even though we use it interchangeably, but I'll teach him that you're feeling sad. And he'll say, I'm feeling sad, mommy. And I'm like, what, what why? And, and then he'll tell me why he is sad or he's yeah. angry or he's disappointed you have to teach or you have to understand what emotions you are feeling. So you know how to be better manage it and know what to do with it and process through it. So not just EQ, but EQ. Yeah, the cause of it. So the um, energy of the shame guilt yep. interferes with our processing of mental biological things within our own brain. And I could, we could become very technical this, but they, there have been many studies that yep. show that people with, they tested people that were shamed yep. and then tested them with being told they were good. Mm. And the ones that were sh shamed with shame words had a lower score IQ wise. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay. That was a temporary thing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but long term, you know, that it destroys our ability to concentrate and organize and orchestrate. Yes, absolutely. Um, I couldn't agree with you more because I absolutely agree that, you know, that over time, if you continue the shaming behavior, 
it can like we were cloud talking, you cloud and you. it distorts our brain. Yes. Now we're going to talk we... about hormones and um, parts of the brain and all that. But you know, sometimes when we get too technical, mm -hmm. we lose the practicality of what were they saying? I don't know what to do. Right. I'm more practical. Same here. Yep. Because that's, that's why I like giving people actionable tips and tools and strategies to use as in like, just like you were saying, and I want to spend a little bit of time before I let you go about language and the importance of language towards ourselves and other people and how you were, and that's, and from your education perspective, you know, how words affect behaviors. Well, we, we just did. Um, not only the words we use, but right. the tonality. Yes of it goes yep. to us now people that are sensitive and you usually your your clients are sensitive because they're aware that they have a problem they want to do mm -hmm. something about. people mm -hmm. that aren't aware just do the positive thing mm -hmm. and keep doing positive well but not always a lot of times i feel even with my cousins or friends and family they'll be like i'm so stupid and i'm like wait don't say that to yourself you wouldn't say that to your kid even if we're making something silly mistake and even if they don't mean it so badly to themselves they said but it i really they said it to themselves and then this is okay. over time when someone's calls my favorite one is i don't know in your area but a lot of people younger people use the word my bad when they make a mistake yeah yeah you know, i use it <laughs> oh my god that's the worst thing to use my bad right. you're you're telling yourself you're bad mm. That is so destructive. I wrote a big article in my email on that one day. And my kids said, Mom, that's okay. I go ahead. No, that is not. How is that okay to call yourself bad? Yeah. You can say, excuse me or something. But yep. what words yep. we use to ourselves are thousands of times more effective than hearing affirmations from other people. Yes. So well put. So what I did, because I had so much negative input from mm -hmm. childhood mm -hmm. is that I made a recording of myself saying I'm good you did that really good or I'm pretty or you know something like that I you know did like five minutes so then I recorded it again to get 10 minutes then I got to record again to 20 minutes then to 40 minutes so I, I played, love that I played we did not have iPhones and things we had a tape recorder okay? right <laughs> so I Put the tape recorder in the car or when I was shopping and I would hear these affirmations from my voice. I love that. Because a lot of times when we hear affirmation from other people, we always have that self-doubt and we don't hear it. It doesn't resonate. It doesn't resonate because we're like, and sometimes I teach people to, if you hear it enough, you'll one day believe it. But I like this idea better where if you say it to yourself because you said it to yourself and th that's one of the things that I focus on in my work with them is inner child healing which is where they say good things or you know it's like things that you say to yourself now um I'll use my example at 40 is different than things I said to myself when I was 16. So I have to go back to my inner child and tell her everything that she needed to hear say or do in order for her and for that process to feel natural. I can't exactly. hear it from other people. I have to hear it from myself, knowing my evolved self Tell or my future myself. self that would yes. say that to that younger child self, because at that time she didn't know any better. She did all those things as a result of just not knowing and that's okay. Yeah. So also I, I did when I was um, driving a car yeah. and I got to someone's house and I'm very dyslexic. So for me to find a place without uh, getting 
Ross. This was a big deal. So anyway, <laughs> I was. I said, Lois, you did so good. You found the house. That yes, you yes, yes, yes. Or if I got lost, I go, oh, I did so good. I only got lost twice. Yes, yes. I mean, you can make anything a positive. Yes, yes. And yes. that's what I did. I did so well. Um, I got on the bus at the right time and I arrived perfectly yes. at the good time. No matter how mundane it is, yep. I complimented myself. Yep. That's Even what builds self-confidence. That's what builds back self-esteem. That's what builds back your self-love. That's what I didn't feel that I could compliment myself for writing a good book or writing right. a good talk because yep. I wasn't there. I yep. was just living. Yep. I had to compliment myself for getting my teeth brushed and good teeth. I mean, you can compliment yep. yourself for anything. And that's slowly I came out of the hole. Yes. And that's what, you know, unfortunately, what we don't realize when we experience depression, anxiety or trauma, that's one of the things that happen. Our sense of core or our sense of belonging and safety and self-worth are so deeply affected by some of the things that happen in our life and the way we internalize that experience. Mm -hmm. It's just as important to rebuild your sense of core through these you very small baby steps but very monumental in the process of healing and changing. Another thing that I did was I did not know what I wanted to do yeah. in my 40s. Uh, yeah. um, so I would take sticky notes yeah. and put, I like music. Mm. I like to eat good food. Mm. I actually put sticky notes on me to try to help me to do what I like and what I don't like, because I was told what I should like and what I don't. Yes, so I had no self. Yes, I had other people's selves within me. Love it. I couldn't uh, agree with. So that. I'm sorry. Go back to. Um, I'm sorry. See, please excuse me. Thank I you. Said, I'm sorry. Come on. Yeah. yeah see? <laughs> we need. We need each other. We need yes, people yes, to call yes. us. Yes. 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 Um, Let's I, go back where you wanted me to go. This is exactly where I wanted you to go. This was oh, exactly okay. that was. So powerful because I really think it's important the language oh, okay. that we use for ourselves, the way we treat ourselves, the way we talk ourselves, um, and rebuild those neural connections of positiveness towards ourselves or love to ourselves. And you know, take the more love we give ourselves, the more we etch away at the guilt and sh guilt shame energy. You know, um, go ahead. It is said that we need three positive to offset one negative. Oh, absolutely. Yep. So I had to do a lot of po positives. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, I, I know we're ending, yep. and I want to end with this. Yes. That the, the part of us that is the star of our personality, mm -hmm. who's the ringleader, who's the in charge, Mm -hmm. is our inner critic mm. so okay true. he he or she yep can be either one mm -hmm. however we cannot slice them out and tell them to shut up and go away a lot of therapies that tell us to do that no it doesn't we work. have to say hi yep and thank you so much for talking to me absolutely what is your name yeah. And um, in my video on YouTube is the king is my inner critic. Mm. And I show you how we keep talking and we eventually 
become partners, mm. I tell him, it's the year 2020. Yeah. And I have learned a lot of things. So you can ease up on your restraints mm. because I've learned a lot. Mm. So it's a matter of talking. Sometimes it takes a week. Sometimes it takes a year. So mm. it just depends. But it's opening the door to look at the inner critic as a very good protector who needs to be brought to the year 2020. And mm -hmm. he doesn't know that mm -hmm. because he would not know that. So yeah. um, I wanted, yeah. So good point. I love it. Love it. Um, because I really think, you know, it's like a lot of times in, in terms of the therapy work, I am very big on, self-judgment and critiquing ourselves because we're so easy to do that. And, you know, we are the last people that we're compassionate with. And if you're going through, if you're programmed for certain things, and if you're, if you've been through certain trauma or if you've been through depression or really deep, dark stuff. And one of the biggest things that I find is that, you know, and the way I help my patients heal with that is that I tell them that if you had a best friend or if you had a sister, how would you tell them to, what would you tell them to overcome that situation? And, you know, oftentimes we're so much kinder to our other people. We are, of course. And not ourselves. And then they look back and they're like, yeah. So then I ask, why doesn't that apply to you? And that's well, where. Yeah. And that's where you have the to shame say. and guilt factor. Yeah. It Can, really yeah. looked at hardcore and yeah. head on as in, Yeah. Why do I keep doing this to because myself? Because your inner critic is not in the year 2020. Absolutely. So it's yeah, so it's important to bring back, bring your inner critique up to date to who you are today by continuing to challenge it, by continuing to love it, by continuing to forgive it, because it served a purpose at the time. It helped protect us. It and helped. it still helps us, yep. but in a, in a more of a evolutionary way. Yep. And forgiving, you know, um, ourselves for being through some of those things uh, a lot of times, because it's like at six or seven or eight or 10, 20, we didn't know any better. We don't. That's why we evolve. That's why we grow. That's why we become our better version of ourselves. And, you know, what I am going to be uh, 20 years from now is not who I am today. So I have to forgive myself for not knowing. Same thing. I have to forgive myself for not knowing what I didn't know 20 years ago, but it taught me and who I am today. But yeah. And that's um, when the, like my anxiety or anger part, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and they um, all have names. Mm -hmm. um, no name was my anger part. He had no name. Yeah. So when they heal, when, mm -hmm they release the shame guilt they are carrying somehow there's no need for forgiveness it's an awareness mm. Mm -hmm. it just is like it it's almost as if the event never happened mm. when they're like when you have a scar i mean mm. a cut and it's bleeding and then oh my no 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 and what happens when it's totally healed mm -hmm. you okay. ever look at it and go it doesn't even matter because you can't even see it anymore. Right, That's right. How healing can happen to right. that degree that as if it's never happened, which is really an awesome state to have. Right. 
Um, so anyway, it's just something to work towards. Absolutely. And I, yeah. that's what, that's one thing I feel yeah, very strongly about that yeah. when you have gotten to a place of that complete transformation or sort of recovering or healing, whatever you are in that process or that stage is that when you have no emotional charge and it's, it's not that, that you forget about happened. it, but you, it, it, it's not a daily part of your etching every day, same thing, same loop, negative yeah. rabbit hole. It's just, it's, you're liberated, you're free, you're on the other side, it doesn't affect you anymore. It was just a part of your life that that existed that made you into who you are today. And, and you said it very well, because you said etching, and it's really like the shame, guilt, energy cutting into your Oh, absolutely, it is. Actually cutting and cutting, and it hurts. Oh, absolutely. And, and that's why people don't even want to find it because it hurts too much but oh, we can absolutely. go around that by talking to the little kids yeah yep. anyway you you got it, yeah. you got it. <laughs> thank you i appreciate your blessing <laughs> um lois so tell us how can people find you because you have so much to offer you have so much stuff tell me a little bit about your book and all your you know if you're on social media or your email or your website and all of that stuff how can my audience find you i'll put all that in my show notes i have all that information but just so that they can yes, hear. the best way is to go to my website http T-P-S, LoisHollis.com, L-O-I-S-H-O-L-L-I-S.com. Okay. Now, on there, mm -hmm. we have the um, way to get my free ebook, mm. and new, which is the newsletter. You mm. can enter either one of them. Mm -hmm. awesome. Also, I give 15-minute free talking. Oh, awesome. So a lot of times people want to have a session with me, but before they... Commit yeah. to that. They want to talk to me and see if we have something in You're common. The right fit. Yep, 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 yep. Perfect. Okay. Most of my clients are clients that have done therapy for years and years and years, and they're going, "I'm tired. I'm tired of coping. I want it fixed. I want to get rid of it." Yep. So yep. 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 Okay. I'm like the I'm last one. Like, okay, I did everything else. What can I do now? Yep, so, yep. And that, and then I'm big on that because I as much as I want everybody to be in therapy and have therapy. I, I believe that not everybody has access to it. Not it's not for everybody. So different things work for, for different, different people. people. And, and that's one of the reasons yeah. I have people from all walks of life who are an expert at their fields. We have figured it out and now are paying it forward. And, you know, I, I just want people to find that healing, to get that help, to have that hope and to have a purpose. Because, because when you find your purpose, purpose. it's huge. It, it, huge. You're passionate about you wake up to it every morning. But and, you know, it's fixable. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So and for more stories, yes. don't know that, they, yep. that we have to say, you know, it's fixable. And absolutely. that's what hurts sometimes because we know it's fixable. Absolutely. Absolutely. So anyway, go. Best thing is to do that. And I am on Facebook and LinkedIn. Hey. Okay. And um, I'm fixing my YouTube channel. And I have a lot of my podcasts now on my website. Oh, yay. Awesome. And that's good because each podcast comes from a, a different angle angle of shame. Yeah, because as you know, it's a very big topic. Exactly. That's why I'm like, in 45 minutes, I don't know how much I can cover, but this I'll is what I'm going to go with. <laughs> I would love to. 
I'll come back. Uh, we'll have to read your book. I'm definitely going to buy your book and I will definitely be looking forward to your movie. So thank you so much. I will let you know. I'll keep you yes, posted. Yes, yes, please. Um, I'm actually going to air your episode sometime around that. So that would be perfect. So let me know. I'll have it in the show notes. But really for today, I am so excited that you are here to teach us all these amazing things and for who you are and just the, the amazing and awesomeness that you bring. Well, thank you for receiving. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You you did change me. What 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 you did there <laughs> when I first met you absolutely worked. So yes, thank you. I I am always looking to grow, to get better, and to you know uh, share that with people. And I'm excited that you are here today. So thank you for being here. Thank you. Yep. Blessings. Yeah. No problem. And uh, absolutely for you guys. Um, thank you so much for tuning in today. And if you like what you heard, please, please, please subscribe. So you can continue to hear amazing, amazing wisdom from people like Lois and um, other people that I plan to have on the show. And definitely, definitely, please rate and review us. So it can help other people who are looking for this kind of help and to be hopeful and to find their purpose and find peace. Um, find us better on the Google algorithms. We always love getting feedback so we can continue to improve our show and bring in guests that might be relevant to what you're going through in life. But um, really wishing you a very blessed week, a blessed day. And thank you for so much for tuning in today and for your time. Until next time, um, we'll see you later. Mm-hmm.